3: Hey, this is Johnny from the Pop Bellies, and we just wanted to say happy 20th birthday to Joy 94.9. I
2: want this time.
4: the Locker Room on Joy 94.9, your show for news, interviews on sport and our community. Thanks to Michael and Glenn for the Royal Daltons for bringing us home. Just having a quick look at the uh, road network here on the Vic Roads website. Looks like everything is running smoothly. Looks like a little incident there by Chadston, maybe some people doing some uh, late night Christmas shopping starting early. (laughs) Thanks, Gary Wilson, of course, on the news desk. And uh, we had a bit of a debate uh, as we arrived here today about where we would call the weather And uh, I said to Gary to do Azerbaijan, and that's, of course, where Jedward sung in the uh, Eurovision. Watch Eurovision every year. I've got my co-host sitting next to me, Smithy, who's looking at me like I'm uh, an idiot as usual. Thanks for it. Thanks for letting me get a word in on that. No, that's right. When was the last time you watched Eurovision? revision? You were a, a big fan of it? No, I'm a bit of a conscientious objector. Oh, really? I always yeah. laugh at England. They always send the most ho- hopeless candidates. Last time they sent Inklebert Humperdinck, and he sort of was sitting up there on his Zimmer frame, uh, singing away, and of course to the audience. Today's show, Smithy, a little bit special. What are we doing? Well, it's it's Joy's 20th birthday, as, you know, if you're listening to the station all, you might have guessed. I mm. don't know. Well the the thing that I suppose. Oh, there we go. And of course, the man who pushes all of our buttons and keeps us alive,
0: Adam. Yes. Happy birthday.
5: Welcome. Well, thank you. Happy.
4: So it's Joy's birthday and your birthday. It is. We you... both turned 20 today. Wow. <laughs> I thought we'd do the 21st. Nobody usually celebrates the 20th, do they? But I won't go there, will I? I think it's an excuse for a party, you know, the gay community's like.
5: <laughs> Next year will be Joy 21. Uh, Joy <laughs> 21. Yeah, yeah, Joy 21 and a half. I, I can still remember back when Joy was... You know, only on air for sort of certain periods. Mm-hmm. So to be on air for like three months and then to be
0: replaced with something completely oh. different, like you know, Islamic radio or something like that. <laughs> well, this, this morning on the breakfast show, we had someone writing in who remembers when Joy used to be weekends only weekends only when, when joy first started way well back that's way. when the
4: gay people used to come out the weekends and they used to get back in their closet on uh, monday <laughs> mondays at 6am so and, and look how far we've come i mean the gay people are out 24 7 now so uh of course then we need a fantastic radio show to uh, ensure we stay out and about and alive uh what's on tonight's show
5: smithy well in keeping with the 20th birthday theme we're going to get back some of our favorite guests and we're going to talk a bit about you know sport but we're also going to talk a bit about joy and, and, and what what role joy has played in their life and, and what role joy can play to promote sport in our community as well so we're going to chat to Lorraine Little who we know to many of our listeners she was the Out Games ambassador for the Out Games in Antwerp this year for Australia
4: um follow on from that point um there's a great clip on youtube and of course on our facebook page uh, from fear Go sport at uh, a reservoir high school who are, are really pushing this angle so they all wear their, their rainbow bracelets now and all their sports they play and just listening to what you were just saying there and um the clip is very great about you know what sport can do to to bring people out and share which is great
5: all that sort of stuff just brings a tear to my eyes it's, it's wonderful and uh-huh. it's coming it's coming from a young generation now and i think that's what's really interesting mm. Um, we're going to have a chat with Jason Ball. Um, you might have heard of Jason Ball. He's an openly gay footy player Jason, up in the Yarra Rangers. Jason Ball. And like he's that. trying to get together an AFL team as well. We're going to have a chat with him about um, the year that's been in the AFL and starting with his sort of campaign to try and get the AFL to take homophobia seriously and how that's worked out.
4: It started um, off with a lot of gusto, didn't it? No, it's just sort of pitched oh, yeah. away.
5: Well, I wonder where it's at. So he'll have an idea about that. We're going to have a chat with this guy called Ben Lankin. Do you remember him? Oh, Lankin Yeah used to host this show um, for a bit And every now and then he'd let you get a word in on air, Rolly Yeah,
4: it was kind of weird He dragged me into radio So he dragged me in here Then I'd sit here And then he would uh, let me to say about two or three things And i think, why would I come half an hour in to uh, say a couple of words But now I've sort of taken over Yeah yeah. Now, now that's how I feel, but um, <laughs>
5: we're, we're, we're going to relive that glorious past by asking Ben one question and then letting him talk for about eight minutes. So mm. he's going to talk a bit about the Rugby League, World Cup and the Rugby Union because the Wallabies have been kind of naughty boys, but they are still winning. So mm. we'll have a about that. We're going to have a quiz, we're going to have a roundup and what's coming up as usual.
4: Smithy, but don't forget we've got... A prize to give away tonight. They don't usually allow the locker room to give away prizes, but they've trusted us tonight as part of the birthday celebration. What prize
0: do we have, Rolling?
4: Well... Wild Summer, two thousand fourteen. Just given this a quick Google and found out that it's right up my alley. It's kind of dance hits and Avicii and
0: and all the songs that you don't that you don't recommend that we play on the locker room. Summer,
4: summertime <laughs> sadness and um, yes, Alana Del Rey. Yeah, I always hear you talk about this music and how you don't think it's given enough airtime. Kevin Harris, oh, Calvin Harris, sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, so, the game's up. <laughs> we want to give away this CD double album, So, um, which is fantastic. So we, me and Smithy sat down before, put our heads, got the whiteboard out, bit of a brainstorm, took us probably a couple of hours. But here is the question. What sport are you looking forward to this summer? And we would like you to text in on 0427JOY949 or, of course, on air at joy.org.au if you want to win this album. We'll be a little bit lenient on the sports, So, like, if you want to, say, motor car racing, maybe we'll allow you away with that. Yep. Or even what about winks? How about, how
5: about chess? Have you seen the guy as a new world chess champion? All right, we'll move he's on. He's, uh, he's it's also, time for a round. A we've just got two <laughs> messages that
0: came in. The first one is saying Shazza from Abbotsford, who says that she can't wait for the tennis. And we've got Bo from Parramatta, who's a big soccer fan, so he's enjoying the A League at the moment.
4: Yeah, A League's. Oh, but the Phoenix lost this week, so um, yeah. I talk about so that's why that's gonna, why we're that's not, why why we're able not, able not having Aaron on this week. <laughs> we will yep. have Aaron on next week. All right, I think it's time for us to catch people up on the news. Smithy, newly retired Formula One driver Mark Webber says he'll contest his first Bathurst 12-hour endurance race in 2015 in his Porsche with Australian movie star Eric Banner. How exciting is this? Webber revealed on Twitter he and uh, Banner (laughs) were planning on competing at Mount Panorama. It is likely the 37-year-old would drive his Porsche 911 GT3. Uh, and he's just getting it ready. How great... Do you know what I love about this? And, you know, a lot of people may not be into sports racing, but if you go back to the Peter Brock areas, there were all these um, areas, eras, there was all these great cars in there. You know, there was the Ford Sierra, the Nissan Skyline, the Mini Cooper, and, you know, now we've got Nissan back in, uh, Mercedes-Benz is in there, Uh, you're going to have a Porsche 911. It's, it's It's kind of going back to the old days, which is kind of cool in a way. Are they going
5: to wear really sort of retro uniforms? Are they going to get the whole gear going, or...?
4: Well, I hear they're going to start drinking 4X again and, um, you know, shaking cans over each other. So <laughs> look, we may have to uh, get some uh, some, radio, uh, some uh, sports experts in here uh, next year to talk about Banner. So there's really, there's really nothing shake, Eric Banner doesn't
5: thing? do. Mm. Is he going to be racing as
0: Poyter? <laughs> that would be funny.
4: Uh, going through to the... I don't even get that. It went straight over his head. <laughs> <I know. laughs> That's what well,
0: happens
5: when you grab up in New Zealand. We need like Move, on, coming
4: through. Yeah, we need a plane noise to sort of go over the top of my head. Uh, right, outsp- outspoken Matilda striker Lisa Divana says she has no issues with Jewel international Elise Perry. And, of course, Elise Perry uh, is in the Southern Stars women's cricket team and also plays um, soccer. So, Jewel international... Um, She says the media is now reporting that she deliberately tried to injure Perry during a recent W League fixture. Perry was left needing six stitches following a heavy challenge by uh, Melbourne Victory's Devanna during a clash with Sydney FC earlier this month. Uh, A media report claimed victory players had slidged Perry, who has played internationally for the Matildas, uh, and telling her that she's too soft for soccer and she should just go back to uh, cricket. Of course, Devanna's just come out saying, no, that's all crap, and she was just um, going in hard, but... Yeah, they, they,
5: they, they say that um, football soccer is a, a a game where hooligans get to play like gentlemen and rugby 's a game where gentlemen get to play like hooligans so it 's funny the way the way soccer players do this sort of stuff off on and off the field like it 's meant to be this quite sort of sedate non contact sport but hmm. they 're all going to each other
4: it 's amazing that soccer hasn 't evolved to a bit more contact they haven 't sort of had a. Had a bit like rugby, how you had league that sort of come off. Maybe they had soccer where, you know, you just run in and punch people, but no. That well, the I- idea is not
0: to use your hands at all.
4: Yeah, well, well yeah. All right, uh, Christopher Trott. No, not Christopher Trott. Jonathan Trott? Trott? So, <laughs> Jonathan Trott. Where would I have got Christopher from? Uh, anyway, so English batsman has gone home uh, with um, suffering, you know, mental um Issues um, and has uh, decided to quit his job. Ch- and this is kind of interesting because uh, Marcus Trescothick, also from England, uh, went back to, went back home after a couple of uh, first tests back in two thousand six, two thousand seven. It's all been laid on the sledging uh, by David Warner and of course uh, our captain Michael Clark. You probably know a little bit more about the Smithy. What's so? What's the go here? Do you think? Do you think the Aussies have just gone too far? Look, I think. Both
5: the two Australian guys in question are never gonna be smart enough to come up with anything really that creative that would truly insult you. But my sense of it is is that it's actually the pressure of the occasion and the sport that, that gets the better of people and I think that's one of the things that's a bit unspoken about in professional sport is is the kind of pressure cooker like atmosphere that they're under and the constant media attention and and, you know, the scrutiny of your performance. I don't think anything Dave Warner's going to say to you is going to rattle you that much. Like I, I think the, the, the situation itself, the context itself is enough to kind of send you around the bend without, you know, those guys really having much to do with it.
4: Because sometimes you just want to go home, don't you? I mean, Dave has to be travelling around the world all the time. You just say, I can't bother this. Oh, it's, grueling. It, so it's The
5: international cricket calendar
0: never stops. I mean, it's gruelling. It has to take an emotional toll on people. Mm. But why would he have flown out of here if he wasn't mentally prepared for it anyway? He saw he's come out. Uh, knowing that he's here in Australia for the Ashes, and then after one after one test, gone. Oh no, sorry, I'm I'm ill. I'm going home. Shouldn't have this been a factor before he came here?
5: Look, you'd, you'd and, say and that, and they yeah. said that
0: the English cat, the English coach said he's been suffering this illness for a long time. Well, then he shouldn't have been put on the plane to come out here and play. Well, mm. but you would, but I mean, you wouldn't say that about a player who pulled a hamstring, mm. who maybe had a niggling
5: injury coming in. I mean, I think uh, you know people people like are optimists. They want to play and they want to think they can get
4: through it. So, mm. uh The other big news in cricket, believe it or not, in England, uh, the media over there have been going a bit berserk about the KFC over here changing the colour of their buckets from English... Uh, red and white colours to green and gold. So of course the uh, English cricket team brought out their 82 page dossier uh, with such things as mung bean curry and uh, peri peri tofu but what's really hit home is the change of the bucket colours. So uh, England aren't, the English media present aren't that. Why doesn't KFC make that a permanent thing, green and gold? That'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? I think
0: the the English just like to complain. I, I think the amount of fast food advertising during cricket is
4: just out of control. Yeah, well, that's true. Alcohol and everything else. Uh, Just to wrap up, Ron Burgundy has been asked to commentate on the National Curling Championships in Canada. They've had very low TV audiences over there, so I thought if they got Ron Burgundy to help out, of course, from the Anchorman movie, uh, to help commentate... um, that one flew over your head at first, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. So he's played by Will Farrell. I was hoping you, I wouldn't have had to tell you that. I, I didn't know that either. Uh, That's embarrassing. Isn't so it? they've gone up. And then uh, to finish off, of course, the mighty All Blacks uh, took out the win against Ireland 24 22. But I have to say, of course, well done to Ireland. That was an amazing game. They were 19. 19- up a 19 to nil, uh, and they've never actually beaten the All Blacks before. They got a drawback in the 70s. Yeah,
5: it, and it was tragic. It was, it was hard to watch. Hey, we've got a couple of uh, responses here. We've got Dean, who's said he, he can't wait for the Sydney to Hobart race.
4: That's amazing. Look, if you've got time, uh, you get the Food and Wine Festival down in Hobart, and you also get the, the boats arriving. So that's where me and my partner went last year for New Year's. Can oh. I just say, it is actually a really good place to go for New Year's to start you know you take off down to Hobart on Boxing Day uh, Food and Wine Festival uh, you know Port it's not Port Lincoln it's um, MacArthur isn't it? you know the, the Port one Arthur. where yeah Port Arthur I don't know oh, what are you talking about yeah there's Port Arthur you gotta have a look at the old uh, you know naval base or prison or whatever it was it's a great look if you haven't been to Tassie, go. That's where I'm going with it. Uh, and the next one? Uh, we've
5: got Philippa from Yarraville. I um, always love to hear from people from my suburb. Uh, beach volleyball. Beach volleyball. I wonder why she likes beach volleyball. <laughs>
0: no, I, it, must be, it must be a very entertaining sport. Mm. You know, I run, would... I, run, I, run, I run along the beach of South Melbourne. I was running the other day and it was beautiful, 23 degrees, and there were people there packed playing beach volleyball and I sort of walked past and nearly ran into a palm tree just staring at everyone.
4: Oh, well, yeah. there you go. There you go. There there maybe no... that's
0: why she likes it then.
4: Is there <laughs> any sand in Yarraville?
0: Uh,
5: No, but you you can get down to uh, Williamstown Beach pretty easily, or Altona Beach.
4: Yeah, well, there you go, and play amongst the
1: seaweed. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au.
4: We've just got a fantastic guest that's just come into the studio, Smithy, and she's just put the um, fancy Barbie.
2: Is it Barbie birthday hat you've got on there? Lorraine, oh, I have no idea. I just saw it there, and I thought, "Oh, decoration! I'll wear it." Oh well, there you go. Know, you better put if you like it, then you should well, have put a so hat
4: maybe. on it. I'm, I'm just going to post it to Twitter so everyone <laughs> can see. Oh, it. me. <laughs> oh, yes. So basically, as we head into uh, somewhere, we thought, "Well, look, we'll get Lorraine in, uh, team out. Mal- she can tell us all about Team Melbourne and celebrate the fantastic year that happened with uh, the out games over there in Antwerp." You know, talking about it again. So I suppose. Um, Team Melbourne, umbrella organisation that really encourages and, and gets our community out there playing small. What what have they got planned? Uh, what are the, some of the key sports you think um, people can get involved with in Team Melbourne?
2: Well, I think the first thing to say is that happy birthday to Joy and to thank Joy and specifically the locker room for supporting Team Melbourne and and queer sports in general. I've been involved over many many years, and you know, Joy has always been a great supporter of um, the various projects and initiatives. So, thank you and happy birthday! Um, We've been
0: parting hard. We've got streamers everywhere.
2: I know. I can't. I love it. I'm already happy, happy, happy. But um, look, 2013 was a huge year for a really, really strong year for Team Melbourne, and I think 2014 is going to be even bigger, even bigger than that. They recently had their AGM, and there's a number of new committee members come have come on board, including myself. Oh, what did you end up uh, well, getting? positions haven't actually been appointed. That's going to happen on Monday night. And oh. I think there might be a bit of contest for a few of those. Oh.
4: Uh, what about Al Presidente? Did, is that, that's, is,
2: they're all up for grabs. Oh, all the, still the com- up for grabs. Yeah, the committee um, make that decision on Monday night. Oh, wow. Well. And look, the main reason I Put my hand back up again to be on a committee like Team Melbourne is that I want to still, 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 still want to see greater representation of um, of women, mm. uh, females in in all the sporting clubs and thus in Team Melbourne as you said the umbrella organisation. Yeah,
4: that's exactly. So your team spikers, what are, yeah, what's I'm a, I'm going? A spiker. So is that is that? Uh, oh, we've, got, we've got a hat. Struggling with a hat. <laughs> I've had here. a hat
2: malfunction.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Lorraine, you're starting to look like a unicorn. Um, <laughs> so what's the story with the spikers? So this is where you guys. Really come into your own During the summer You sort of Mm. You hibernate over the winter But well, well, no, we, no, no, we spike
2: the... all year round. Oh, you
4: spike all year round? I thought yeah. this is where you sort of take off and this is where, you know, it really...
2: Well, I mean, the year starts off with some beach volleyball just to keep us all in, you know, top shape before the... Um, well, hello, the, Philippa
4: from Yarraville. Before oh, the oh, summer you can get involved in beach volleyball. We'll yeah. pass on Philippa's details. Yeah. Um,
2: whereabouts is the beach volleyball? Down down uh, South Melbourne, St Kilda Way. All, oh, the, nice. all the details will be on Spiker's website. But yeah. for anyone just who's half thinking about wanting to get involved in one of the clubs or in in queer sport in general, the best thing, the first port of call to do is to go to the Team Melbourne website because that mm. has then links to all the established clubs um, and so on. And that's uh, teammelbourne.org.au.
5: Mm-hmm. And what is it that people should be looking out for this summer?
2: Oh, well, there's going to be a huge, huge presence at the Midsummer Carnival. In fact, there's been a really good development in the relationship with them and they've actually given over a precinct for all of Team Melbourne and the sports clubs. And then following up from that, uh, is of course the third uh, Team Melbourne Sports Day. The last year was the first time we partnered up with Midsummer. It was held over at Vic University uh, in Footscray, and it was massive. Mm. I took my
4: a- mum there actually. It okay. was kind of interesting. Yes, yeah, she met a uh, lesbian couple, and then she said to me, "Well, you and your partner can still have kids." So she th- she even had a great day out. We got her in a boat. Oh so wow! I, look, if my mother can get out yeah. on a boat with the Argonauts, um, anybody can come along and have a go. Yeah, it's like so a real
2: sampler day. <laughs> If you're, mm. if you're half thinking about, oh, what sports for me, come along to the Sports Day, and that's on February the 1st. Mm. Again, Team Melbourne website, there will be all the details. But it's a real, like, every virtually every major club will be there. You can come and try, come and talk. Just have a fun day out, but yeah, a real sampler of the sports. So, yeah, Sports
4: Precinct at uh, well, Midsummer. Well, Sports
2: Precinct is at Midsummer Carnival Day. And
4: so, where they're they having Midsummer though, over the other side of the river this yeah, year? Yeah, s-
2: the other side of the river. Oh, absolutely. Brilliant. But this uh, actual Sports Day is a separate event, a yeah. whole day event uh, on Feb 1st. Oh, brilliant. That's exciting. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah, and then of course there's the Darwin uh, Third Asia Pacific Out Games in Darwin in May, and then later on in August the I think it's the ninth Gay International, you know, World Gay Games oh, in gee. Cleveland. So busy enough, a, a busy, year yeah.
5: coming up for and us. The, the gay sporting teams are really a way to. To break out of the sort of the gay community being kind of tied to bars and you know that sort of culture it's a it's a real mm. different context mm. in which to meet people and a lot of people who yeah. get involved sort of say that about the gay sporting clubs
2: yeah I look absolutely and I, I mean i've been a found I was a founding member of Melbourne Sparker so I actually have seen a lot of that over many you know decades now and it's again and again even though we think we've done all the hard work there's not so much uh, homophobia there's not so much you know discrimination I still semi regularly get people saying you know i came to spikers because i just i'm not into the bars and mm. i don't mind playing a bit of sport and i just thought it'd be a nice easier way to make my way into melbourne queer community um but pati- yeah people from outside of melbourne i think it's a really still plays a vital role in all of the clubs is that that that's a possibility they're sociable there are you know people go out for dinner etc etc they are mm. still first and foremost sporting clubs mm. but they have a really strong social element to it and i, I- think it's a big big plus
4: i had to laugh last time it was playing uh touch rugby in the uh sort of got a bit of a a bit of an inclusive team going on there on uh, Wednesday nights and uh, no Tuesday nights because Wednesday night is tonight. And uh, it was interesting. One of the guys there that you know hadn't really been used to involved a lot of sport actually come up and said, "Oh, I'm going to try everything next year." I yeah. said, "Oh, well just hang you. Hold your horses. You've only <laughs> just you've only just started playing touch." Said, "Oh no, I'm going to go play for the Rovers and I'm yeah. going to go and do Argonauts." And sort of, it was kind of amazing to see this person that must have been quite close to sport or never really been involved mm. to you know starting to build up the skills, running around, socialising. Now he's he's going to take off. And yeah. try and take on the world, but um, I think committing to one sport is probably enough. So your things probably. Have you played any others other than the spikers? Me, yeah. uh,
2: no, look, I haven't played any in the any of the world and um, regional events. No, mm. but I mean, I've I, I have a go at. I, I've got a pretty good, you know, hand-eye coordination. I mm. like to say. Oh, good. Um, so I'm pretty good at most sports, and oh. I, I'm not bragging. I'm just stating <laughs> a fact. No,
4: you can brag as much as you like.
1: You can find more Joycasts and show blogs. Go to joy.org.au.
4: Smithy, we've got somebody on the phone, I think.
5: We do, and one of the things I love about Melbourne is that even in the middle of November, you know, you'd think you'd be, a, be able to get away from AFL, but, you know, we always want to talk about AFL, so we've got our favourite AFL player on the line, uh, Jason Ball. Jason, welcome to the locker room.
1: Hey guys. Thanks for having me back on.
5: No worries. Um, Jason, we spoke to you just last week and we asked you a bit about the upcoming meeting that you've got to try and get a gay AFL team going. What's the response to that been like?
1: Um, Well, we've had a few RSVPs. um, So, yeah, for for any of you listeners who who weren't tuned in last week, we're looking for people interested in playing Aussie Rules football um, in in the first GLBTI sort of queer-friendly environment. So uh, looking ahead to midsummer next year, uh, during their sports day, we're hoping to have uh, two AFL matches, one uh, for men and one for women made up of players supportive of the GLBTI community. So... Um, yeah, ho- hopefully we can get some, uh, quite, a, quite a few people down this Saturday um, for our info session.
4: So how do you th- what are the logistics behind this, Jason? So how's it all going to work?
1: Sure. So we've partnered with Nota Homophobia as well as uh, Midsummer and also Team Melbourne to start pulling together some ideas for this. Um, what we hope to do is, as I said, have one match for women and one match for men and hopefully a a coaching clinic uh, for beginners sort of leading up to the event so it is, you know, you don't have to be an experienced Aussie Rules player to get involved Um, you can be a beginner and we're hoping to get some sort of high profile AFL players down to maybe coach the teams, Um, so it should be a lot of fun Um, but even if you're not interested in playing but interested in supporting or perhaps volunteering on the day um, you know, we'd love to hear from you as well and um, perhaps come along to the info session this Saturday
2: Hi Jason, it's Lorraine um, Little from Team Melbourne. Um, Hi, Marie. And my big push is, you know, uh, women in sport, so it's great to hear that you're um, looking at having, you know, the aspiration to have a women's uh, match and a women's team. Have you had much contact with some of the long-established uh, women's AFL teams that certainly I know have a very well used to have a very high representation of lesbian players. Mm-hmm. Tough little players that they were too. I was They're always tough. frightened. They
1: uh, they'd give the guys a run for their money. if they Absolutely, them. Um. <laughs> as in tough, um, as
2: in really strong, rigorous fantastic players
1: absolutely look we've actually had quite a lot of support from the women's league so far obviously Mm -hmm. it's almost the opposite stereotype that they're fighting in the women's league you know the in in the men's it's there are no gay football players and that's a stereotype we're trying to break whereas in the women's league um Mm -hmm. you know it's a stereotype that any woman who plays sport is a lesbian and you know we we don't want to encourage Mm -hmm. those stereotypes either but you know, I think what's really great about this game is it's, uh, it, it's showing acceptance for who you are and, you know, uh, regardless of who you are, you're welcome to play Aussie rules football. I think that's a really important point.
5: Jason, it's Smithy here. This year you've been, um, been talking about stereotypes. This year you, you have embarked on a bit of a campaign to get the AFL to confront the issues about inclusion and homophobia in their sport. Have you noticed much change over the course of the year? Do you think, do you think you're starting to see some cracks in the facade?
1: Um, No, absolutely. I mean, we've made some really good progress when it comes to the AFL. One of the things I had the opportunity to do just recently, actually, was speak to a conference of people who are going to be facilitating education and training at a grassroots level across, across the country for AFL. Um, so, we're looking, talking about all of the country leagues. And now that the AFL have actually added sexuality and gender to the list of uh, vilification and discrimination issues, um, they're actually looking at incorporating homophobia. Um, uh, initiatives to tackle homophobia and deal with sexual orientation in, in the football community um, as part of the training for, for grassroots football. And they're also using my story as a case study as part of the training for pro-level players uh, next season.
4: Jason, I suppose I can't let you go away with Joy's 20th birthday. How, how big has Joy been to you in terms of promoting the message, getting out there, m- making contacts?
1: Oh, well, thanks for the question because it's a really important point that Joy has been so supportive. I mean, whether it was say the joint broadcast that we managed to have at the MCG um, uh, as part of the Essen and Collingwood match this year um, and there was a, a, an outside broadcast uh, between Joy uh, a couple of years earlier. It was just a really good opportunity to sort of foster a positive relationship between the gay community and the AFL. You know, When you go to the MCG, those outside broadcasts are sort of part of the atmosphere and to be able to have the likes of Eddie McGuire and Dale Thomas and a number of people from the AFL come on to Joy, um, talk about footy, talk about issues relating to the GLBTI community, you know, that was really great. Um, and, and secondary, uh, just the opportunity to, to share my story and get coverage for, you know, the, the campaign that I've been launching, you know, Joy has always uh, had an open door uh, for that sort of community grassroots campaigning.
4: Our door will always be open for you, Jason.
5: I reckon that uh, interview with Eddie Maguire was the funniest thing I've ever seen because Ben Lankin could not get a word in. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that in my life. It was a special moment. Hey, Jason, thanks very much for coming on the show tonight. Uh, We're wishing you all the best of luck with your endeavour and I'm sure we'll be keen to hear how it works out.
1: Yeah, my pleasure, guys. So if I can plug the website, uh, teammelbourne.org.au, all Mm. the info is up there if you're interested in uh, coming along this Saturday.
4: You bet Lorraine to the mark. so she's very pleased that you gave it the plug anyway. There's a bit of uh, Victorian sponge here waiting for you in the fridge for uh, Joy's 20th birthday next time you're on Burke Street, uh, Jason. But thanks for joining us tonight in the locker room. Thanks, guys. No problems. All right, coming up next, uh, Adam has developed a quiz yet again so we've got uh, three players on the panel we've got uh, four minutes we've got Lorraine Smithy and myself I think because our buzzers aren't working we'll just call out our. is, is it a call out our name scenario yeah I yeah. think call out call out the name so just our name and then yes. we get the right to answer well if you answer. call someone
0: else's name then they get to answer like Meredith yeah, and I just like throw,
2: okay. I'd like to throw my name in the hat in the ring for this Tournament being Loza because you know we've got Smithy, Loza, Rolly,
4: Rolly. Right. Come nicknames. on, you know Loza's yeah. a bit long though. Do you just want to say oh, La Come on, Loza. Loza. All right, Loz All
0: right, right, hit us with it. Okay, first question for you guys tonight. Uh, it's an A, B, or C. So after I finish saying them all, then buzz in. Mm. New to the outgames in Darwin is what Asian inspired sport? Is it A, dragonfly? B, dragon boat? Or C, dragon Loza. ski? Loza, Smitty.
5: She came in too early.
0: No, no she's, she's fresh.
2: I in just the knew room. the answer. I'll no, give it to I didn't well. have g- to wait to see. I'll yeah. give it
0: to Loza. What, what do you reckon? B. It is B, dragon boat. We, what we should have done there, we shouldn't have given you multi
4: choice. You would have said Dragonfly by
0: the worst.
2: Stop trying to change the rules now that we've started the game, boys. All right, it's
0: stop. Time. Okay, number two. Carlton coach Mick Malthouse picked up player Cameron Wood from the AFL uh, rookie draft. Mm. What team was he originally from? Was it A. Collingwood, B. Brisbane, or C. Freeman? <laughs> Uh-huh. Oh Smithy. A Collingwood. It is. Uh-huh. A Collingwood.
4: <laughs> oh, I would have gone first,
0: but he's the coach at Collingwood.
4: Oh yeah. I never got there. Now you
0: already said this in the roll-up, so this is just a fun one, so I'll give you all a point if you know this one. Uh English batsman Jonathan Trott has shocked the ashes by flying home to Stress. England. Well, the, the the B was B was stress. Thanks, Loza, for buzzing no. in there. The <laughs> other options we're going to have
4: to sit you down and teach you the rules. So first, we we've got multi choice. <laughs> yeah. But there'll you be, know and the answer. Guys. Yeah. You have to wait till the end. He's gone
0: to all the effort to create three oh. options, and, and one, one of the options leader. was he threw a tangy for playing in poor for poor,
4: poor in poor uh, performance. Yeah, no, no, so that, that would well. be more interesting. You could have said something about the KFC bucket, maybe you didn't like it in green and gold. I, I, I was also... I
5: was keener on the headline about um about Root
0: not putting in a very good performance.
4: Joe Root. Uh, What was it? Dud Root. Dud Root. I like
0: that. I
2: like
0: that. Yeah, nice one. Well, one to Smithy. Uh, What has the Australian Golf Association banned at the Australian Open? Is it the use of mobile phones on the course, the use of Tiger Woods as a wingman, or the use of long putters on the green? Uh, Rolly. Yes, Roley long putters. It is indeed. Mm, Give the quite, man a clap.
4: Yeah, because the broomstick. I remember when I when I turned on the news one night, they kept talking about this broomstick on the golf course and I found out it was Adam Scott that uses the broomstick putter. And anyway,
5: Oh that's this especially long putter.
4: Yeah they call it the broomstick. Well yeah. Cuz they use it against their body they're, they're not playing like, quidditch. Oh. It sort of reminded me of my boarding school days. But um anyway we'll move on. I we'll thought not want to hear about your boarding school <laughs> days. But I thought
2: they might have been banning really just bad bad clothing. Oh well,
4: yeah yeah they need to move on from that. I what in you... golf? It has <laughs> improved. what else would it be it's known improved, for actually? Yeah. Why can't they just bring back a pair of slacks and a, yeah, and a polo some or nice something? nice tart They should bring back slacks. Long yeah. John yeah. Daly. Yeah.
0: Bring, bring back the boozing and the,
4: <laughs> the partying. A... <laughs> John right. Daly, that
0: was the heyday of golf. Geez. Now, here's number five. This could be, I don't know, that there could be multiple answers to this one, depending on, on what you, you uh, prefer. has got a what, grin on her What face. should we have? Now, you have to wait till I finish this because right. this may change. What should we have more of in tennis? Is it A, men taking their shirts off? B, Nadal picking at his butt continuously. Or C, women screaming louder. Smithy. Um, Yes, Smithy. I'm going to say A. Anyone else? Uh, Lorraine may have a different answer.
2: Well, you know, I, the but idea of Nadal picking at his bottom, no. And women screaming, no. It? Well, like... not screaming on court anyway. No. They can scream somewhere else, like in bed.
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Does that get me bonus points? I'll give you.
0: I'll give everyone a point. I'll for go for that, the,
4: okay. the underpants. That, since that, that was we're a bit subjective. You know, I was question. reading.
0: Yeah. He did say in an interview that he picks at his underpants because it's a superstition. Oh. Every time no. he serves the ball, he has to pick at his underpants.
4: Maybe I should start doing that, but I'd probably be arrested. Anyway.
2: <laughs> well, carry a tennis racket and then you won't be. Yeah. yeah, and a couple uh, of
4: tennis balls down the front.
2: Yeah. Anyway.
0: Sledging yeah. is a term in cricket that refers to what? A, the desire to jump on a bobsled. C, just uh, <laughs> six on ten consecutive balls. Or B, calling names and insults B, to the opposition. Lorraine, Smithy. Oz.
2: <laughs> Sorry, I got it all confused. Yeah, you're
4: supposed to say your name and then <laughs> the answer. Smithy loves rules. You can hear the tone as rules. Well. You're yes. supposed to say your name first. Well, I, then, that once well, I was a lawyer years. for many years. Anyway, and, uh, it's trash, ta- it's trash talking. It so Rolly won talking. that because won you that. see how I kept you guys. That was a deviation. So and I took out the game again. I I'm don't sorry, believe guys. So and Robin. here is
0: the lucky last one. January is a big month for Melbourne's sports scene. What is coming to Melbourne? Is it a Delta Goodrem's exercise videos? <laughs> B Karate with Vladimir Putin? Or C The Australian tennis Los open? City. Go. Yeah. The
2: tennis. It is the
0: tennis. Uh, uh, I think Lorraine's won that. Uh, She's kicked the boys' butt tonight.
4: Yeah, go girls. We All let right. her win. We won't, you won't be coming back in until... Uh, <laughs> d- Lorraine, we'll have you back in for Joy's 40th birthday. Yeah. See, you, <laughs> see you in 20 years. God, I'll
2: be in my Zimmer frame by then. <laughs> I don't
5: know about that. You're looking very sporty. I, I think you'll still be playing
4: volleyball in 20 years' time, won't you? You're in the locker room what? on Joy 94.9.
1: JOY 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support JOY 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.
4: And you're in the locker room tonight with Roly Smithy and special guest star Lorraine Little from Team Melbourne, and of course the Spikers. And we're also joined by Adam, who
1: just can't help <coughs> but play that. Applause.
0: Clip. I know. <laughs> well, because we've got special guests, and it's our birthday. I've got celebration music on cue too, in case we need it.
4: Oh, have we? Oh, okay. Well, a happy birthday, Joy. And um, it's can you great believe it's been around 20 years? 20 years. What year is that? Help me out with the mass 1990 something. 93, 1993. 93. I was 13. What would it have been like back there? How old would you have been? Yeah, 14. 14. Back then,
0: a few years, just before mobile phones came around, when we had to use the primitive dial tone, when you had so many nines in the number, you go, oh my goodness, I have to dial
4: all the way around. Go around again. I remember playing Snake on my Nokia 5120s, but that must have been a little bit later than 1993.
0: It's not a joy story, but I met someone today who hadn't been on a plane in 20 years, and I said, well, make sure you have your passport. And they go, and do you still have to pay taxes at the airport? I went, no, they scrapped that
4: a long time ago. (laughs) How bad's that? They only scrapped it in New Zealand um, last year. We've got, uh, a special guest star coming on the phone very shortly Mr Ben Lankin how are you Benjamin?
3: Evening, uh, very well thank you great to be here, hey happy birthday to Joy 20 years
4: Geez Ben, where would you have been without Joy? Oh. <laughs>
3: without
4: uh, without, without yet my... another soapbox I would
3: have thought But Yeah, yeah that's it, without a microphone
4: Oh well, there we go, Ben. Uh, catch us up. It's kind of a big rugby week, isn't it? So what do we got? Rugby World Cup,
3: Rugby League World Cup is coming up, and of course the um, in the Rugby Union, the Wallaby Spring Tour um, well, uh, continues uh, in uh, in Europe. So uh, they're looking to make it four on the trot uh, this weekend. They're taking on Scott, uh, they taking on Wales, I should say. Uh, it will be a tough match. Ten. Lions have been picked in the Wales side It's Pretty much looking like the Wales side That really punished the Wallabies Early in the year in Australia So it will be a big match
4: Are half the Wallabies playing or they're going home Or they've been given detention What's the story there at the moment?
3: Most will be back in the side this weekend, I think. The squad hasn't been announced yet. will be announced tomorrow, uh, Thursday, Australian time. Interestingly, Coach Ewan McKenzie has said that uh, his hardline stance on these players who were caught drinking and went beyond their curfew has resulted in some jaded Australian rugby fans returning to the sport. He did a um, press conference today which seemed to be all about Telling the Australian people that you know what these rugby players are not bad boys, we're dealing with it, and you can come back to rugby. I guess the 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 code has suffered a bit over the last couple of years, particularly since the uh, the Rugby World Cup. The performance of the national side has been anything but spectacular. Um, and uh, Mackenzie thinks that by taking this hard line, um, you know, people will come back and start watching again.
5: Now, Ben, I was turning the pages of the Australian Financial Review the other day, as I always do. I'm an avid reader. And there was a couple of pictures of the Sydney convicts and the CEO of the Commonwealth Bank.
3: Yeah, look, exciting times, and it's funny because all of Australia's big banks are really fighting it uh, tooth and nail to support gay community organisations at the moment, and I'm not sure exactly what it is, but... Very exciting news. CBA have come on board as the principal sponsor for the Bingham Cup, the Australian Gay Rugby World Cup in Sydney in August. Um, so big news for the tournament and great to have such, uh, such huge support from Australia's biggest company.
4: Yeah, at the end of the day, I suppose they've just cotton onto the pink dollar. Um, you'll have to tell me about my lads. How have they gone, the, uh, the All Blacks over in Ireland?
3: Yeah, um, as you know, it's a great game of footy, um, great game of rugby, and I, you know I hate, I hate it when Kiwis bring up rugby to me because I I have nothing to say other than they are the best side in the world. They continue to perform incredibly, incredibly well, and uh, us Aussies sit here wishing we were them, basically.
4: Well, I, I mean you have to give it to Ireland. I mean if uh, I was ever to ever see a team for the All Blacks to lose against, it would have been Ireland, um, and they and so I don't want to say they deserved it, but. Um, Even my heart went out to them. I think the last time they had a draw, they've never actually beaten the All Blacks. They had a draw back in 1978. So it must have been pretty gutting, to be honest.
3: It was a hard-fought win. And I tell you what, it made uh, the, the Aussies' win over Ireland look even more impressive. The uh, Wallabies uh, beat Ireland 32-15 the week before. Mm. Um, and it wasn't the most spectacular performance from the Wallabies, but um, with Ireland just narrowly going down to New Zealand, it made that performance of the Wallabies look uh, much stronger.
4: So what about... Uh, so staying over in England, what about the uh, Rugby League World Cup? Do you think the uh, the Kiwis are going to take it out?
3: Yeah, well, look, no surprises, I guess. Australia and New Zealand are in the grand final of the uh, Rugby League World Cup. Uh, kangaroos take on the um, the Kiwis at Old Trafford in Manchester. Sunday morning, 2 a.m., our time, you can see it. Um, all the news at the moment has been on Billy Slater's face, uh, whether he'll return. To the squad to to play in the final. That'll be uh, that squad will be announced uh, tomorrow morning as well. He um, sat out of training today. and continues recovery work. He's got a bit of a knee injury there that could keep him out of the match. He's one of the uh, the older players there who potentially may not get another chance to ever play in the World Cup. So uh, we look forward to the news of uh, of him hopefully being able to play. Um, and uh, yeah, look, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting game. There's some injury woes on both. Um, there's, um, you know, some uh, issues in the front row in New Zealand. It'll be interesting to see whether um, they get resolved before the big game. Um, but both teams will name their, their 19-man squads tomorrow, and uh, all will become apparent. But. Um, uh Thoughts go out to Cameron Smith, Jonathan Thurston, Paul Gallon. Uh, all of these guys over 30, they're all desperate to claim a spot in the squad to be announced tomorrow and to claim the title um, of the Rugby World Cup. Um, they were defeated uh, by the Kiwis in 2008, and these guys, uh, you know, based on their age, probably won't ever play in a World Cup again. So um, he's hoping the Aussies get up. Uh, New Zealand have played well, though, so it'll be, uh, it'll be a good game.
5: Ben, don't you wonder about a Rugby World Cup, uh, a League World Cup? I mean, it, it just seemed like five weeks of Rugby League being played just so Australia could play New Zealand in the final. Like, was there seem, any point to any of the other games?
3: It does seem like a waste of time. I mean, Rugby League, like all football codes, are um, you know trying to increase their footprint, I guess, and get more support. And um, a World Cup certainly does that and puts the sport on the map. So, I mean, that's really what it's all about. The whole event is pretty much bankrolled by the NRL um, uh, here in Australia, anyway, uh, and it is, some, I guess, a bit of a promotions piece. So, um, you know, we'll see with years to come. There's another uh, one years until the next one, and uh, you know, we'll see if the, um, you know, if the if some of the, the European teams in particular can step up, and we might we might see another team in the in the final in a couple of years time.
4: Don't think so. Uh, Ben, uh, what sports are you looking forward to this summer? So we've been asking and talking to our listeners. Uh, We're giving away a a CD double album, Wild Summer 2014. We'll be asking this question. So from you, Mr. Lankin, what what would you say are the the one sport or the two sports you're looking forward to over December, Jan?
3: I'm a big tennis fan, and uh, having lived Mm -hmm. in Melbourne for a number of years, you can't go past the Australian Open, and I don't think um, always a, a great event and a great festival atmosphere in Melbourne so um, shame I'm not going to be there for the whole time but I'm hoping to get down and see some tennis I think it will be um, it'll be another great event it's
4: a pity they put a put a bloody roof over everything now I remember sitting there even though I'm not a big fan of Margaret Court but you know sitting there under the sunshine it's a pity they put a roof on it I can't but see the roof why. opens and shuts Oh, but yeah, it does
3: open and close. We love our it's opening and shut roofs in, in
4: Melbourne. Yeah. If you like was, it, then you I put a of roof on e- it.
3: Yeah, I was there a couple of years ago and it pissed down rain the whole time and it's not the greatest experience. Hey, boys, one more piece of exciting news, and this is quite interesting out of the ARU. Next Wednesday, I'm attending a function at the Australian Rugby Union headquarters um, where David Pocock will accept the Bingham Cup on behalf of the Qantas Wallabies, Wallabies and the Bingham Cup will go into the uh, Wallabies trophy cabinet Reason being, there is no other trophy in the Wallabies cabinet at the moment. And the Bingham Cup, the Gay Rugby World Cup is the only claim to fame that the Australian Rugby Union has at the moment. So the Sydney convicts will be handing over the cup the ARU to go into the Wallabies um, trophy cabinet um, up until the Bingham Cup in August.
4: Until the uh, Melbourne Chargers wrestle it out of the cabinet. Um, <laughs> That's right. Mr. Lankin, thank go you very chargers. much. Go Chargers. Um, thanks for joining us again in the locker room uh, at Four Minutes tight, and uh, we'll be ve- back very shortly. Thanks,
3: guys. Hello, this is Melby wishing Joy 94.9 a very happy 20th birthday. What's in my life?
4: Ninety-four point nine.
3: Three
0: minutes to eight. You're inside the locker room with Rolly, Smithy, Lorraine, and Adam. Boy, we've got a full house here tonight. I
4: oh, know, Lorraine. Somebody has won this wonderful Wild Summer album. Who are we? has it gone to? We've just uh, done well, the barrel it's, roll.
2: It's Joy member Dean Jones. Is that the cricketer? Dean Jones. Is he is, he is, was is the it cricketer, a cricketer, de- wasn't he? Dean Jones. There was. Yeah. Look at that.
4: Oh. And, and he was a Victorian.
2: And he's a member of Joy. Fantastic. Well, Dean Jones. I
4: like that name. It's a little, it's about, I'm, I'm Dean Jones, mm. reporting live from <laughs> Joy 94.9. So what is he? He's won our album. So, yeah. Um, Tell us about that album, Rolly. Uh, Calvin Harris. Um... The Sugar Babes. Uh, I'm sure M people will be. Wouldn't M people be on there? I reckon you're going to go straight out
5: after the show and buy this CD. You are standing so excited about it. I'm
4: going to get some, yeah, the Saturdays. um, They're all on there. Um, Smithy, we haven't got, oh, we're nearly over for the night. Jeez, time flies, doesn't it? It does. Two minutes to eight. Um, Any big sporting events for you this week?
5: Well, I am hoping to get up at about 4am and watch the last Wallabies game of the year against Wales. I reckon that'll be... Worth watching. That's what I'm looking out for this weekend. Um, Wallabies will be going for their fourth win in a row. So, oh wow! Yeah, I know. Mean, who, who knew they could could play that well?
4: Yes, and the coach of the Wales team, Warren Gatlin who's a uh a very good All Black. Uh, so you'll be in for a, a run for your money. And of course, I will be watching the Kiwis versus the Kangaroos, and uh, that will be a very interesting game. And hopefully, uh, I can get up for that one as well. And what about you, Adam?
0: For this weekend. Mm. Uh, you
4: don't watch sport, do
0: you? I do watch sport. I do. Um, but nothing really. I, I'm, I, I prefer, I love AFL, basketball and tennis, so I'm, I'm hang, hankering for January.
2: Yeah, come Kobe- on January.
0: Bring on January. Yeah. Kobe
4: Bryant has sucked up over 50% of the LA Lakers salary cap. They signed up again. He's 36 years old. What a waste of time. Lorraine, thanks so much for joining us tonight.
2: My pleasure, guys, and I love coming in and being part of the program and joy. And we love having you
4: here too. too. You've been on The Locker Room on Joy
5: 94.9. See ya.
1: This week
3: we celebrate Joy's 20th birthday and now a message from United States
2: Ambassador to Australia,
3: John Berry. My warmest wishes on the 20th anniversary of the station. I thank each of you for your leadership in our community and on issues in the LGBT community and helping to advance equal rights for all people. You have moved that flag forward in your 20-year history and it's something to be very proud of. So my hat is off to you. Congratulations and happy birthday. Happy birthday, Joy. Hashtag Joy20.